Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, let's not waste any time. Let's get into this radio show. Let's go. I'm ready. I'm in L.A. I'm hanging out. It's great to have you here. Thanks for listening. Pretty Daddy over here is listening, hanging out, ready to go. Tom, Pretty Daddy, DeCelestino, executive producer, at Pretty Daddy, CBS on the old on the old Twitter. In a moment, start the show just a second from now. We'll get into what comes next for the Jets, as you probably know, but this happened after we got off the air yesterday. Official... Full Achilles tear for Aaron Rodgers. Season's over. Jets obviously have to make other plans. We're going to talk about that. But there's some other things we're going to get into. Apparently, I love the domino effect of of radio. We're doing a show. Tom had a buddy who had a weird experience on a double date with some takeout. Guy taking his wife's takeout home. Not his own wife's. A different person's wife's take out home and became a whole conversation. And it turns out we have reached and moved and connected with the teachers of random middle school? Middle school somewhere in the fine garden state of New Jersey. Because it turns out ladies hate double dates too. Because they're stupid and they're terrible. Uh, But you know what we don't hate? Single dates. With Tay-Tay. Taylor Swift. Man. Tay-Tay. Apparently, Travis Kelsey's hanging out with her. And you know what? I'm not going to even... We're going to talk about it. Because Travis Kelsey's amazing. Uh, I've got a story I'm going to try to get to about the time a legendary broadcaster humiliated me on the air. Yeah, that was fun, Pat O'Brien. And uh, I've got a grasshopper story. What's that? Tom, good morning, Tom. What is that that expression, listen well, grasshopper or something, right? Like you're a ninja or you're a, or a monk or something. You, you call... Someone a grasshopper? Good morning, Bill. Happy hump day to you. I didn't wish you a happy hump day this morning. Thank you. Uh, Yes, I know there's some saying about a grasshopper. I I don't know the exact wording of it like you. Um, I I don't know what it is. A real grasshopper taught my real wife a real lesson yesterday. And I'm going to share that. (laughs) What? You already know the story. I do. I'm going to tell it. Careful what you wish for. In this world. Uh, Over at CBSSports.com, the NBA staff, of which I'm a part, put together, I think eight, nine of us voted, compiled our top 100 players in the NBA. We put that list together. We we ranked all of our our choices and came up with the the definitive list. And then a bunch of our other colleagues on TV made fun of it yesterday. So I'm going to come to the defense of LeBron James. What? (laughs) It's true. I told you it's true. You look so uncomfortable. Come on, Avery Johnson. Come on, Chris Walker. Come on, Tim Doyle. We got LeBron at 12 on the list. I had him at 9. These guys are outraged why LeBron James doesn't belong in the top 5 in the current NBA 
hierarchy. We'll get into that later in the show. Ross Tucker is going to be on the program. Former NFL player. We've got buy or sell. And we've got Jerry Jones telling on himself. Lots of things to talk about. 855-212-4CBS. Let me slow that down. If you're like, what the hell? I want to call. I want to talk to Tom. We had a bunch of calls yesterday. Let me go slower. I'm a fast talker. I'm a fast thinker. 855-212-4CBS. You want to rock your thoughts on Twitter? Like many of you are. Man, you just get it. Even before the show starts. At Pretty Daddy CBS at Sports Rider Sports R E I T E R. By the way, Tom, I know I'm, I'm not really jumping into the Aaron Rodgers thing, and that you love that. You love not you love jazz, not structure. But somebody nominated Joe, the guy that took your buddy's wife's leftovers for bum of the week, sparing you a nomination. Happy Hump Day to you too. You did it. All right, we talked to Aaron Rodgers yesterday, and it's it's such an awful story. I don't. I don't dislike, I'm not an Aaron Rodgers guy, but we can all relate to somebody who is suddenly, unfairly burdened with shocking disappointment. Life isn't always fair. As my friend and and former colleague Joy Taylor said, it sucks. As Brandon Tierney over on WFAN said, ah, right? Like there's a bunch of responses out there that that are brutal. I'm not a big greeny guy. I just don't I don't consume content out of Bristol. On his show, he got, I don't know, borderline choked up. It is a emotional wallop, even for casual fans, even for non-Aaron Rodgers fans, because this was the story of the year in a lot of ways, or certainly the question mark of the NFL season to be answered. What's going to become of Aaron Rodgers? And now the answer is nothing. No, forget nothing. He's not just done for the season. This is a guy who's going to be 40 when he next steps on a football field. And the question we'll explore going forward at some point when we have answers, and I don't have any for you, but it's a legitimate question now, is whether or not Aaron Rodgers ever returns to play in the National Football League again. He will be 40. This is a grueling, grueling injury to return from. He certainly can choose to come back and make a run. The defense we saw yesterday, we would imagine, will in large part be there next year. But Aaron Rodgers is closer to the end than the beginning. Tom Brady playing till he's 103 years old is not the rule. It is the exception to the rule, just like he's the exception to what it is to be a quarterback in the history of the NFL. And Rodgers, we know in the past, has not always wanted to be in the trenches doing the grunt work, being at OTAs. He talked about, thought about retirement openly. It's okay. That was when he was healthy. That is the story and the question of the future. The story and the question of the present is what can the Jets be? Rodgers' departure doesn't change the fact there are 16 regular season games that remain for, for the Jets. doesn't change the fact that they have... Look, it's a game, but that's all we have to go on. It doesn't change the fact that on paper and in practice on Monday Night Football against what we think is a good Bills team, they had a championship-level defense. That was a really impressive defensive performance. Don't miss, and I know we talked about it yesterday, they forced four turnovers from Buffalo and from Josh Allen. They have skilled players up and, and, and really impressive ones up and down that offense. Other than the offensive line and the quarterback, everything about that team screams competitor. It's not whether the Jets can win a Super Bowl now, but it is whether or not they can keep their head above water. Now, a bunch of odds came out about who might be the quarterback and who they might bring in, but anyone they bring in, 
anyone that comes in off the street is going to be, we think, the backup. And not just because Zach Wilson dusted himself off on Monday, brutal start, and helped lead his team. The defense was the, was the primary catalyst for this, but helped lead his team to a huge W. But because the head coach, Robert Salah, talked about, said, went through, was candid yesterday, saying, look, Zach's the guy. I do want to make it very clear, uh, Zach's our quarterback. Um, we got a lot of faith in Zach. We're really excited about his opportunity. Um, but we're, we're rolling with Zach and, um, and excited for this, uh, excited for him. And like I said, this opportunity that he's going to get. Zach Wilson was benched twice last year as the start of the Jets because he became, as the season wore on, awful. As there was more tape on him, he was terrible. Weeks 4-7, to seven, he was 4-0. Oh. Weeks 8-9 to nine, and then 15-16, to 16, he was 1-4. He went from helping his team score just about 27 points per game in that first stretch to 12. That's hard to do. In that second stretch, his completion percentage was never great. It was 57%. When he was 4-0, dropped to 52.5%. Big part of the reason is, while he wasn't dynamic when he played air quotes well, he protected the football, had only a touchdown. It's not great, but only threw two picks. That went to five picks in the back half of that. Ah, he had five touchdowns to go along with it. But Zach Wilson's going to have to be, if he's going to be, and again, air quotes, successful this year, he's going to have to be a game manager, a game preserver. And game manager, really in the sense, is manage not to lose the game for your football team. Hope the defense and the run game, and maybe moments here and there from Zach Wilson, will allow the Jets to have a little bit of success. Look, I understand, I thought it was... Interesting, too. The the emotion that poured out on, on WFAN, our, our sister station in New York with all the Jets fans over there, was intense. And as I noted, the emotion from non-Jets fans, and I felt it, too. It's no secret. If you listen to the show, I don't, I don't, I don't like Aaron Rodgers in the way that I didn't like Tom Brady for years. It's not visceral dislike the way it has been and is for some people we talk about on the air. But I've never found myself rooting for the guy. My heart went out to him. I know he's a multimillionaire. I know he's going to be fine. I know he's one of the best quarterbacks, you know, top five to ten of all time. I know he's got a Super Bowl ring. It's not as many as he should have, but he's got a, it's, he's, not, he's not Dan Marino, man. And yet my heart goes out for the guy. And the emotion that you have to feel if you're a part of that Jets organization is brutal. And part of my concern about what the Jets can be and will be goes beyond whether or not Zach Wilson can figure it out. He can't. He almost, it's 88% he can't do it. If he could do it, they wouldn't have had to have gone out and got Aaron Rodgers. They were hoping Rodgers could show him the way for a couple years with Zach Wilson as the the backup to take the odds of Zach Wilson's success from, let's say, 12% to 35%. That was their best-case scenario. And 12% might be generous. I'm throwing in how good the defense is. I'm throwing in every other part of the Jets in a vacuum, just measuring Zach Wilson's excellence, the odds he can be a long-term or short-term successful starting quarterback in the NFL is about 7 or 8%. But this is the hand that they've been dealt. And my concern beyond Zach Wilson and the questions that are around him, beyond how brutal the AFC is, my concern is the emotion you saw from some of our colleagues at WFAN, and I mean it was intense, and some of the, and I can't remember ever seeing this in a situation where it's an injury and not something 
life-threateningly important. The emotion you saw from random media people around the country, the we that do this for a living talk about this every day, but I felt it too, just the crushing sense of unfairness, the, the emotion that came with it, if it's hitting radio hosts or Jets fans in New York, if it's hitting TV hosts in Bristol and TV hosts in L.A., and other hosts around the country, maybe hitting you if you're not a Jets fan, you better believe there's going to be a wallop of an emotional hangover for the Jets at some point, and they're going to crash and they're going to come down. It's not just, oh, my God, he's out. It's Monday Night Football. What do we do? It's week two and three and four and seven and ten and the grind of it. All the hope you were supposed to have as a Jet gets sucked down of the room. The down moments, and this, this happens in the National Football League, where you lose a half or you lose a game, or you lose three games in a row, Aaron Rodgers was the thing you could hang on to. He was the life preserver in the storm of what is going to be some rocky moments in an NFL season where you said, okay, we're going to get through it because we've got Aaron. When those moments hit, and this isn't fair to Zach Wilson, but it's reality, it's human psychology. The guys in that Jets team aren't going to believe. They're not going to say, oh, we got, we're going to be okay because we have Zach Wilson. The odds they can get through it are so small because, frankly, the odds they were going to be a playoff winning team with Aaron Rodgers weren't huge. Remember, that was the big debate. Can the Jets make the playoffs with Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, probably. Probably was the answer. Are they going to win a playoff game? 50-50, maybe. Good debate. Are they going to make an AFC championship game? Yeah, they could. Are they going to win a Super Bowl? Man, it's unlikely, but maybe Rodgers can do it. You sub in Zach Wilson. And those questions become, hell no, you're not winning the Super Bowl. No, you're not making a Super Bowl. No, you're not making an AFC Championship game. It would be shocking if you won a playoff game. Can you make the playoffs? Probably not. That's the pressure. That's the reality. That's the deal. Life after Rodgers' injury is crushing for so many entities in the National Football League. First and foremost, the Jets. Because here's the reality. They're not going to be able to do it. I know we got colleagues at WFAN, and I love the passion, saying, I'm not giving up on the year. I know, good, great. You shouldn't. You're a fan. But you're wrong, and you're emotional, and you know what you're talking about because you're talking with your heart, and I've been there, and I get it. Season's over for the Jets. It's over. They're not going to do it. Hope I'm wrong. How many times have we seen in the National Football League a defense carry a bad or mediocre quarterback to a Super Bowl or Super Bowl win? A couple times in the last 25 years? But I don't think that's the right sample size. Think of the era that we're in now. Think of the guys who make Super Bowls or win them. Patrick Mahomes does this with an okay defense. Joe Burrow does this, makes them at least, or competes to make them. Tom Brady, he's the best of all time, did this. Matt Stafford with a, a remarkably talented football team did this. But they need him to come in under Sean McVay and played a really high level to accomplish what they accomplished. Jalen Hurts does this. We knew the Eagles were a pretty good, had a pretty good roster. What we didn't know last year is that Hurts was going to emerge as transition from maybe he's a really good quarterback to maybe he's a top three quarterback. This is a different era. They don't have that with the Jets. That is a consequence. We've discussed this, but it bears repeating. As much as maybe there's a an unfortunate joy in Green Bay. Maybe there's not. I mean, my relatives who are Packers fans who, who live in they live in Milwaukee are bummed. And, and they're bummed for Aaron Rodgers as a human being. You also should be bummed if you're a Packers fan because that first-round pick you were going to get is a second-round pick. Now, it's true, I suppose, theoretically, that you can say, well, at least we don't have him in Green Bay. And it's easier to say after Jordan Love had a good start because he could have gotten injured. That turf is a consequence and a casualty of this. 
and I'm sure you saw pointed out on social media by some former NFL players, if you can swap out the turf for soccer games, why can't you do it for NFL games? Maybe that'll be a change. There's obviously a massive consequence for the National Football League. That was that Monday night game. It was not a good football game. It was at the end. That's not fair. But it was hard to watch in the middle. That was the highest rated Monday night football game in history on ESPN. Ever. 23, 24, 26 million. I don't know. Once it gets to the 20s, I can't look. Because NBA games get like seven people by comparison or something. There are, what, five, six, Tom? Nationally televised. Probably shouldn't say nationally televised. Wrong. Prime time. It's the showcase game this year. It's not going to have the same level of ratings. It's just not. Everybody loses from this. But first and foremost, the Jets. They're not going to be successful this year. They're not. It's the reality. They're not. Hope I'm wrong. They're not. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. I'm going to get a little trouble for this one. A grasshopper taught my wife a valuable lesson, and I really enjoyed it. Travis Kelsey is an American legend, and how Pat O'Brien once got me on the air. A trifecta of excellence next here on CBS Sports Radio. Do you ever find that you're just laying in bed trying to fall asleep and your brain suddenly won't stop talking? Kind of like D-Cell. Do your thoughts start racing right before bed or other inopportune moments? It happens. It does. It happens to me a lot, actually. And it turns out one great way to make those racing thoughts go away is to just talk through them. Therapy gives you a place to do that so you can get out of your negative thought cycles and find some mental and emotional peace. You know we've all been through some unpredictable times over the past few years, and it is not a sign of weakness to ask for help when you need it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It is designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule because you're busy. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash writer, my last name, you know it, R-E-I-T-E-R, today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash writer. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. And it's true. See, I can sing. Oh, you did it. I did it out loud. <laughs> Trying to hit the high note. Crew. God, I can't sing. Uh, that's, that's Taylor Swift. That's Tay-Tay. That's an older song that has become popular this summer. Man, she, she is talented, isn't she? Uh, you can let it breathe a little bit. Watched her win an award last night on the VMAs. Oh, yeah. Was that, wasn't Shakira on that thing? I didn't watch the whole thing. I didn't see Shakira. I saw NSYNC, though. They're back. Which one, which one of the VMAs? Uh, uh, MTV Video yeah. Music Awards. You know, Shakira was, dated to, was married to, or was dating or whatever, life partner of PK, Barcelona legend. He cheated on her, allegedly, with a waitress. And now isn't she rumored to at least be seeing Jimmy Butler, the Miami yeah. Heat? As the world turns. Um, I, so I, I think Taylor Swift is massively talented. I just think she's an incredibly talented musician. You probably haven't noticed this. She's also a very attractive young woman. Did you know this? Uh, I, you know what? I have noticed that, yes. You have? Yes, once or twice, yes. Um, and she's dated some folks. Uh, when she dated Tom Middle, Middleton? Hiddleton, Hiddleton, what's his name? <laughs> I don't know. The actor. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> All right, whatever. English actor, correct? <laughs> they, had, they had a nickname. Yeah. It was like Swiftington, which isn't even close to what it was. I think she's amazing. Here's why we played the song where I bring it up. Apparently she's... Oh, you're looking it up? Tom... Hiddleston. Hiddleston. <laughs> Weren't they like <laughs> Swiftonston or something? I've gotten it wrong. My point is... It is sort of a parlor game of pop culture to follow her love life. I don't think she double dates. I don't think she's taken, you know, leftovers from someone else's plate. Apparently she's now spending time with Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey for MVP. I don't care about him on the football field this year. I don't have a vote. If I did, Travis Kelsey for MVP. Good for that guy. And as the story goes, obviously Tay-Tay was, you know, traveling this summer on her errors tour. Travis Kelsey, through his agent, left his number with Tay-Tay's agent. And I, I don't know. I don't know the full story. But it got ignored initially. Travis Kelsey has been trying to meet up with Tay-Tay wow. all summer. And it finally came to fruition. What a cruel summer. True story. <laughs> I knew this. Um, do you have that name drop button? I'm gonna, like, it's the same name. I'm going to drop. I got told this once we went to a Dodgers game. But he just told it to GQ Magazine. So I don't. It's certainly not a private. Do you know that Andy Roddick, the way he met Brooklyn Decker, is his agent called her agent or lawyer and did the exact same? Now they're married? And de- Yeah, Andy Roddick, Brooklyn Decker. I actually did know that, and I don't want to confess why. Wait, tell me why. I mean, listen, when Brooklyn Decker came out and was on the cover of Sports Illustrated, I was in college. I may have been obsessed with Brooklyn Decker. I mean, as we've discussed, I once um, hung out with the, the Roddicks and spent a night in their guest room. And before I, that, I, I, I farted on Brooklyn Decker, which is a terrible <laughs> moment. It's a true story. I've told it. I'm not telling it again. If you haven't heard it, it's out there somewhere. She's tweeted about it. I mean, she's a really good. She's good. They're both good people. When that story came out, you know, and they started dating um, on how Andy went about, you know, getting a date with Brooklyn, I may or may not have gone. This guy? You're dating this guy? I don't know, dude. Apparently, I was looking. Yes, Brooklyn still follows me on Twitter. Brooklyn. Um, 
I don't know why she does. She's nicer than Andy, I guess. Um, <laughs> apparently, women find Andy, I don't get it, very good looking. I mean, what, what's there not to get? I said that facetiously, by the oh, way. This guy? Oh, I don't su- see it. Super successful. Well, that I get. Tall, handsome, athletic, in good shape. But yeah, I, I don't get it. What, Do you want to date him? What? <laughs> He's a good-looking guy. All right. Let's not get carried away. Let's not get carried away. How did this come up? Oh, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. I have no take on this. I just think it's amazing, and I wanted to spend three minutes talking about it. Now I'm a little concerned. A little concerned about this. Look, we know there's a Kardashian. No. There's a Kardashian oh, okay. hex, and we okay. know, we know that Taylor Swift, as you noted, has a long history of failed relationships. I'm not saying it's her fault. I'm not saying it's her doing. Travis Kelsey is a future first ballot Pro Football Hall of Famer. They need him this year desperately, like we saw on Thursday Night Football. I'm just saying, if things don't work out well. I, I, I'm a, I'm a little, I'm a little concerned. There will be a song. All right, so I didn't know. You know the song "Style." This is all the Swift. I don't know this stuff. You know the song. My daughter taught me this. You know the song "Style." I do. Tell, I do. Great. Do you know it's about Harry Styles? Uh, no, but I feel like I should have known. that. I didn't know that either. I just googled Taylor Swift ex boyfriends, and a list of nine famous people came up on Google with the like "Add four more rows" button. It's incredible. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it's gonna be okay. It's time for Tay-Tay to settle down. Like, Travis Kelsey is, it seems like a great she dude. Do- oh, you don't get to tell her to settle down. What are you talking about? I mean, she's... She, Why is it time for her to settle down? Why she, can't he settle down? I want them both to settle down. I Why? Like this. I like them together. She's a... She's a touring... He's a, he's a funny, nice guy. He, she, she's a touring superstar. Think about what a superstar she is. I'm listening to a ton of Nathaniel Ratliff right now. I think he's amazing. He's out of Denver. I'm listening to his music a lot. We're not on the show. I was listening yesterday. I was thinking, as good as this guy is, he's coming to L.A. soon. I'm going to go. He's not like he sells out massive events. She sells out. You could put her in any venue in the world, and it sells out. She doesn't need to settle down. She needs to settle up. I, I want to see Tay-Tay happy. That's I what I she's... want for her. Oh, come on. And ever since I read this yesterday, I've wanted to ask you this. All right, talk to me. Is Taylor Swift more successful in her music career yes. than Travis Kelsey is Playing oh. in the NFL. He's, a, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. She is the Patrick Mahomes of music. She is the most she is the most important force in music in the world. You Anything, think I mean, she's the biggest star right now in the music business? Not even a question. Really? I got all these dads here where I live who spent and I live around a bunch of rich people, spent just crazy money to go to Taylor Swift. Like out of control cash. Yeah, everybody's going. I think I got to put... Who'd be bigger? The first name that comes to mind is Beyonce. Beyonce is the only one in contention. I don't think she's as big right now. Harry Styles isn't. I mean, there's not... Could you put Lady Gaga in there? I wouldn't. Jay-Z's on that level, but he's obviously not... It's not like he's releasing new music all the time and touring. I think it's her. But I do think you're right about Travis Kelsey needing to... Be careful what you wish for. And that occurred to me of the Jets. Can I tell you a story? A marriage story. I love marriage stories. Yes, I'm ready. Chair, there's no, this is, that's the best I can connect it to sports. Not that I need to. I love my wife, Lori. But like all marriages, she often will just, at, Lori's the kind of wife who, if, if we've had a long day and I've tried to talk to her nine times, she's like, oh, I'm good. I'm, you know, I'm working or whatever. 
as I'm about to fall asleep, as my body's about to go to REM sleep, it's, do you truly love me? Or whatever. Whatever. That's not the question. <laughs> whatever, like, deep question of the moment, you know? You know? If we have to decide whether to refinance our house, which we don't own a house, but, like, should we do it tomorrow? So I'm, like, about to fall asleep, right? Whatever the inopportunity. So last night, I'm sitting on the couch. I made the kids dinner. I was in the car for four hours. I wrote a column at CBSSports.com, right? Whatever. We all work. I, 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 made beef, I made five hour brown French stock so I can make my daughter tonight French onion soup. Day of the year, pal. Took my kid to play tennis. French onion soup? That sounds delicious. I went, I, whatever. I was, 10, 30, I was tired. So I sit down. And I put on a stupid. T- I put on suits. Okay, I put on suits on Netflix. I don't know why you keep calling it so stupid. Good. But you so love good. it. It's the same show every time. It's the same. It's one of these like the plots. Like there's like nine plots and they just rotate them. And my cat Graham, who is sixteen and he's all black and he weighs a lot, comes like just sits on my base. Of my st- I can't move. Right. I'm, he's laying on me. I've eaten. I'm just like oh thank God. My, and I go Lori. I love you. This is true. I don't want to talk to you. For, I just want to be left alone. Kids are asleep. For 20, I just want to watch this dumb show and not do anything. And the moment Graham lays, I mean, the show goes on, she's like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, Lori, she's, oh, my gosh. She has an emergency. She She's on the chair. There's a, about five feet from her, there's an ottoman, and she sees a cricket. And and, and she, she goes, I don't want the cricket to jump on me. Have Graham get the cricket. Well, first of all, how do you make a cat do anything? I don't talk meow meow. I don't know how to do that. I'm not Dr. Doolittle. Secondly, if you have cats, you know they do whatever the hell they want to. Thirdly, Graham's kind of where I am. Graham the cat. He's chilling. <laughs> don't bother me. Leave me alone. She makes me, after like some time, I don't want the, the cricket to jump on me. I'm like, it's not going to jump on you. Just leave it alone or get up, whatever. Just go sit. It's a cricket. Who cares? She makes me pick up this aged cat and try to like show it the cricket. This is, this is absurd at 1030 at night. Would you agree? Uh, yeah, fully absurd. That's not enough for her. She wants me to pick Graham up. He's old. And put him on the ottoman to eat the cricket so the cricket won't jump on her. Is that a thing, by the way? Do cats eat crickets? I mean, Graham's a cat, and he has claws, so he'll attack whatever's around him. But he wasn't feeling it. My point is, sometimes you gotta be careful what you wish for, because I'm like, all right, fine. I would not say that I was necessarily nurturing husband in this moment. I take Graham, I put him on the damn ottoman, and do you know what that cricket did? It jumped seven feet in the air and landed on my wife's <laughs> chest. That's my story. It was magical. And then Lori ran off to bed? No, she ju- Lori started screaming. Also, I don't like spiders, so she was making fun of me earlier in the day. I had a spider crawl me the other day, and I jumped up. She's like, you're such a baby. I feel like you shouldn't have to like preface it like, hey, I don't like spiders. Who likes spiders? They're terrible. It's normal oh, not to Lori like spiders. Lori and my kids won't let me like get mad. I do it anyway. They don't want me to kill. I've seen Lori take these hideous-looking spiders, carefully put them in a paper napkin or whatever, and take it outside. Do you want to hear a horrible fact I once heard? Is it about sleeping? Yeah. And spiders. spiders. No, I'm good. I don't. I don't Can't no. be true. Do you know what it is? I, I don't know the number, but it's... It's something like once a year you swallow a spider in your sleep. Can't be true, right? Because we'd all be Spider-Man. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's how it, it works. Doesn't work that way. I don't think that's how it works. I crossed the sports this segment. First, we just uh, 
T- Taylor Swift's hot. She's dating Travis Kelsey. Good job. And then you told her she had to settle down. I think it's time that Tay Tay can't say down. that. Why? It is wrong. Why? <laughs> Why I did she have to settle down? Happy. I want her to be happy. She, she can't be happy without a man in her life. We're happy in marriage. Marriage is great. I want that for her. Did you hear the story that I just told? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm happy. And then I uh, then I told a story about a, a grasshopper jumping on my wife that I found super amusing. I want my, that for Tay Tay. Lori never. If I pick her up from work, whatever we anything. And I want to have any kind of talk. She's like, ah, oh, just not now. It's when I say, hey, I just need 20 minutes by myself. I'm going to be on my phone playing Wordle or whatever. That's when it's just the questions start dropping. I say the same exact thing that Lori says. My wife will try to talk to me, whether it's important or not important. Not right now. Just not right. Please, not right now. Unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, lastly, I guess the ladies at your at your wife's school listened to our segment yesterday about leftover food and double dates, and they, I guess I um, I spoke a truth that they needed to hear. Yeah, first off, everyone was disgusted by the leftovers, but the overwhelming takeaway is that females hate double dates just as much as you do. I yeah, didn't know this. They're terrible. Yeah. We'll throw in the added possibility of some creepy dude. I've heard plenty of double date stories of women who are on double dates and the guy they believe is leering or just weird, right? Like, throw that in. Yeah, apparently it's pretty common where, you know, the opposite male, the female feels like is trying to hit on them. I mean, I think asking for your food is a is a, is a borderline. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lori, your wife, mentioned that yesterday yeah. when she was listening Not to the cool. show. My wife's friends thought the same thing. Not cool, Joe. Yeah. Wouldn't it be amazing if Joe listened to the show? I don't know if he still will after uh, this week. I mean, I think he'd let your buddy Evan know. All right, uh, I got this. I got to try to tell this Pat O'Brien story somewhere in the show because this is um, this is the worst hazing I've ever gone through professionally. So we'll try to fit it in, but I do want to get to the top hundred list at NBA that the uh, that CBS Sports put out on the NBA top hundred players this upcoming season. As a group, we did not have LeBron James in the top ten. Some other colleagues had had an issue with that, so I just want to defend the list and tell you why LeBron is not a top ten player for the first time in his career anymore in the National Basketball Association. We will do that after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. Welcome back to Writer Than You. That's a good buy or sell. Thank you. You sounded surprised there. Not surprised. Let me do it again. It's another good buy or sell. Tuesday. I appreciate that. Thank you. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. On CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back into the show. That's just a promise of things to come. Tommy has announced, Pretty Daddy, that if he ever does a bad buy or sell, he will get a small face tattoo that says sell. <laughs> Speaking of face tattoos, by the Talk way, to me. watching a, the, the small part of the VMAs that I did, a lot of people have face tats now. I wonder how much that hurts. It's got to be excruciating. You think it's excruciating? Well, I don't I don't have a high pain tolerance. Me, me either. So, yeah. Actually, I actually have a high pain tolerance. It's sort of like my ability to get up on no sleep. I can do it, but I do not like it. It's it's when I get up on well, I get up early all the time, but in my in my sort of traveling writing beat beat column these days, I would get up routinely on 3 hours sleep five out of six days and work 12 hour days. I just did it all the time, right? I hated it and it hurt, but I could do it. So I don't have a tolerance to the right ability. Maybe that is what tolerance is. I'm with you. Um, My wife is trying to tolerate me. I got a little note, a little correction note because she was listening. She cricket, not grasshopper. Is that really a different thing? I didn't think so, but um, maybe. I, I mean, think it's, it's not the same the, exact thing when somebody says cricket or grasshopper. It's not, if it is different, it's not the difference between a squirrel and a snake. <laughs> that, yes, that much I know. All right. Let's do this. And I, I want to tell this Pat O'Brien story. I don't know when I will have time, but right now, it's been a minute. It's time for Hoopier Than Thou. Bill Ryder has the NBA takes you need to hear. This is Bass Kit Bill. All right, let me come to the defense of my colleagues at CBSSports.com. Good friend Avery Johnson and, and, and Tim Doyle, good friends. And I don't really know Chris Walker well, but seems like a super nice, talented guy. Those three gentlemen, Tom, went on CBS Sports HQ yesterday to discuss the top 100 player list that we put out at the website. Now, a little information on how this works. We all vote. It is not what happened last year. It is what we think, where we think these guys will rank this upcoming season. So, like, where do you put Webb and Yama? Where do you put Jokic was the best player last year? Do you think he'll be the best player next year? That's the deal. And we put LeBron James 12th on the list. He actually tied with Shea Gilgis Alexander, but he lost the tiebreaker, I think, in terms of highest votes. I don't know how it works. I happen to have LeBron 9. So here's the list. The official list goes, I'm going to count it 1 to 12, okay? It goes Jokic, Giannis, Steph, Doncic, Durant, that's the top 5, MB goes all the way to six. Jason Tatum at seven. Devin Booker at eight. Jimmy Butler at nine. Dame at ten, which is interesting. Shade eleven, and the LeBron at twelve. I, I was a little different. Pretty close to the same list. I had MB all the way up to four, but I, I had LeBron James nine. I had him, and I actually had Shea Gilgis Alexander at eight. I had him, had him Lillard and Butler and, and, and Booker. But I think the point remains. On these lists, LeBron has been one or two every year for basically the entirety of his dominance. A couple years he was two because of Steph. Last year he was seven. This is the first year out of the top ten. And all of these guys, and I, they're all great, 
were outraged. How dare they do this? Let's just fra- I don't think they use the word fraudulent, but they came close. And I think it was Chris, Chris Walker, who pointed out LeBron's stats. 26, 9, and 8, or whatever it is. Yeah, that's a great point. Everybody above him has those stats. Or some remarkable stat. So, so here's my... LeBron played 55 games last year. I know he carried his team to a conference finals, but he's not, I think, quite the player that he used to be. Would you bump six or seven of these guys, Tom, to, to make room for LeBron? Because I understand the argument. I just... I think it's easier to be critical of these things than it is to actually rank them yourself. I can maybe argue one spot, but I mean, at that point, what are we really dissecting here? The the overall theme, I agree with you. He's not one of the top five, six, or seven players in the NBA right now. He's just not. Let's go. And I think it's an interesting transition to a different era. We've seen Tim Duncan win titles, especially his last one, when he wasn't a top ten player. Kobe couldn't do it. And so it's an interesting ability. How do you go up? Because LeBron is still an amazing player. He's amazing. And it's a pretty great time for the the NBA. I just don't think you can bend the game to your will the way that you want. Mahomes is the best quarterback on the face of the earth. We would agree on that. But there are, what, five other guys, maybe six right now, at the quarterback position where if they won a Super Bowl, you wouldn't be surprised. You think, okay, two is probably good enough if things click the right way, and we know Burrow's good enough, we think, and Allen is is good enough. I'm a doubter. I don't think it's going to happen, but whatever. He's got the talent. If if Justin Herbert put it all together, that would make sense. I mean, you just go down the list. Trevor Lawrence, I think, is actually somebody who's on that list. So you can be not at the level that is the elite of the elite and still be good enough in a sport to bring your team all the way. And I think that's true in the NBA for LeBron James. I'm not putting him ahead of Jokic. Obviously, you're not. Speak up if I speak for you incorrectly. I'm not putting him ahead of Giannis this upcoming year. I'm not going to put him ahead of, of Steph. I'm not going to put him ahead of Luka Doncic. I'm just I'm not. I'm not going to put him ahead of Kevin Durant. Just not, not a likelihood. You can make it. So here's where it got tough for me. I did Tatum 7, Shea Gilgis 8, LeBron 9. I put LeBron at 9. You can make a case, I think, for LeBron being better than Tatum or, or SGA. I don't think I would. And I think you could make a case for Lillard and Butler and Booker being ahead of LeBron. I didn't make that case. But but the idea that, that LeBron, because to me there's 12 guys that are sort of hard to rank. The idea that LeBron is clearly, and this was sort of their argument, a top five player, isn't true. It's hard for people, even experts, even my colleagues, to get their mind around how long do you think this guy is going to be good enough to be the best player on a championship team? Uh, two more seasons? I was going to say this upcoming season and maybe one more. Maybe one more after that. Here's what I want to do. Yeah, all right, let's, um, let's end it here because I, I have an offer for you. And that was Bass Kid Bill. I, I really like – I actually like Pat O'Brien, but he um, – there are some moves in the broadcasting business that are pretty, like, dirty tricks. And he dirty tricked me on the air once. So I'm going to tell you this story and buy or sell. We're going to tease it for buy or sell. And then you buy or sell whether you think, whether you like that he did this to me. And when I answer this, I have to remove that it was you or just yeah. in general well, if you were to me. do this to anyone. Well, because I give you a hard time. So maybe this is like pre-karma. You give me a hard time? No. Occasionally. No. Maybe this will explain to you like where this sort of sentiment, where this comes from. 
know what I'm saying? Ooh, is this like an origin story? Like, oh the, my God, the, it's a bill. The root of the issue. I mean, I think a lot of the root of the issue is you, but yes, <laughs> some of it is half of the origin story. I'm excited. Would you fly out to L.A. to go to uh, Bears Chargers with me and Ephraim? Uh, no, because I haven't gotten the tickets yet, and uh, it's apparently my responsibility. He had to have been joking, right? Uh, in the beginning, he sounded like he was joking. By the time he actually hung up the phone, I wasn't sure. Henry wants his autograph. Is that going to be weird? He's like, can I get his autograph? Henry's into autographs right now. No, that one wouldn't be weird. So do you think I could go to a, a, a card shop, we have one here that we go to, and get and find an Ephraim Salam card? Yeah, I think so. You think, that, you think they're like in a box somewhere? He played in the NFL long enough, yeah. What would happen if I asked Spike Eskin, who's our, our the big boss, to create CBS Sports Radio playing cards? <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> I mean, I think it would be, what would you want your card to say? Uh, probably... My card would probably have to be like 98% not true. I think it'd have to be your name on the front executive producer, but on the back it would say Pretty Daddy's been at CBS Sports Radio since whenever. I don't want the word pretty or daddy on my on my card. That's fine. I mean, that's like me saying I don't want the word William or writer on my birth certificate. Sometimes the we, you know, things are, Tom, what they are. Which by the way, I don't I, I don't want to uh, leave this Yesterday, when my wife's teacher friends were all listening to the pasta double date leftover segment, uh, my wife is now incredulous that my X slash Twitter handle is at Pretty Daddy CBS. Did I? Did you? Were you referred to as Pretty Daddy in that segment? Uh, Yes, yes. And I also texted her the audiogram that we made yesterday as a show, and uh, my Twitter handle was in said text. I wondered if her friends heard me refer refer to you as pretty daddy and had to sort of grasp with that. Yeah, I mean we really we really, you know, roped them in with that segment. I hope we didn't lose them now that they know what my Twitter handle is. I think we have sparked something magical between you and your wife. She's gonna see you with brand new eyes, pretty daddy. Ross Tucker, NFL analyst, joins me next year on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.